Hi, my name is Ari Muhammad. I'm a biology pre-med from Chicago. Hi, I'm Christina Angel, and I'm a public health major from Houston, Texas. Hi, my name is Shinobi Yoha, and I'm a biology pre-med major from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Welcome to our podcast about the dystopian movie, iRobot. I don't know about you guys, but I remember a specific time during our childhood where there was a literal new dystopian movie out every few months. Yeah, I remember seeing The Hunger Games and thinking about the cutthroat it was for us to be such young viewers. Wow, The Hunger Games was pretty intense, but do you really think it was as crazy? Definitely. I just feel like both movies were telltale dystopian stories. Like, Many other dystopian stories, they served as cautionary tales. Right. One of the most relevant dystopian stories I've seen recently was iRobot. Okay, I actually haven't heard about that one before. What is it about? iRobot is a dystopian film taking place in the year of 2035. Society is heavily reliant on robots who follow three essential rules. These rules forbid robots from hurting humans or allowing humans to be harmed. The story follows Detective Dale Spencer, who is distrusting of robots. As the elderly inventor of robotics commits suicide, Detective Spencer investigates and uncovers the troublesome nature of the newest robots released. That sounds so interesting. So the detective has a thing for robots or something? I've seen that one. And yes, the detective just doesn't trust them. I mean, that's completely understandable. I get worried sometimes about how reliant I can be on my cell phone. Exactly. Knowing that my phone knows my location and can show me ads based on my interests even throws me off sometimes. But in iRobot, they did not believe their robots were programmed to ever disobey or harm a human. Because of this, their society became reliant and conformed to believing that robots are necessary for everyday tasks and even necessity in one's home. Well, this film serves as a warning to future generations. People becoming too reliant on technology can be detrimental. Yeah, that just made me think of Edward Snowden speaking on Americans' privacy in relation to the government. Technology is a form of surveillance that the government uses. It provides them a way to listen and or monitor citizens. We as people should be cautious of what we are willing to allow higher authorities to have access to and also if it is smart and responsible to trust the government. That being said, the government is portraying robots as an essential need to everyone, although they are dangerous. The government portrays the robots as three laws safe. However, they know that eventually they could evolve. So do you think the government should be permitted to have full control over its citizens, almost resembling authoritative government style? Well, after watching this film, no. Do you see how easily the government funded machines engineered to kill? Absolutely. That brings me to the next idea I had in trying to understand the movie. Were the robots basically humans if they also had emotions? The themes of this film is also served as a reminder of the depths of morality and ethics. Right. So as the robots are not living but still operational with emotions, those dealing with them must confront their morals and ethics in relation to treatment of the non-living. 
So though a technological system is strictly that, when it can emulate emotions and even dreams, should their lives be regarded with the same respect? I mean, do do robot lives matter? Well, if robots took over the same way they had the capacity to an iRobot, we could see an uprising and could even be threatened by them and their being the majority. Yikes. Imagine a real robot versus human war. In the movie, they actually did have a fight scene and it was very intense. I'm going to go ahead and play this for us now. What I did gather was that the robots turned evil. They are fighting all humans and destroying everything. Society has become a dystopia. For many citizens who love the robots now are in fear of losing their lives. However, their technology seems to have many benefits and an artificial intelligence computer named Vicky, which is also known as Virtual Interactive Kinetic Intelligence, was in control of making the robots evil. Sunny was the only robot that did not turn evil and actually helped out the humans. Though there was a lot of AI, the main issue was the robots having emotions. I actually have this clip from the movie relating directly to the humanistic aspect of the robots. Let's go ahead and tune into this now. You will not move. Confirm command. Detective, what are you doing? I said they've all been programmed with the three laws. So that means we have 1,000 robots that will not try to protect themselves if it violates a direct order from a human. I'm that one who will. Detective, put your gun down. Why do you give them faces? Try to friendly them all up, make them look all human. These robots are not susceptible to intimidation. I guess if you didn't, we wouldn't trust them. These robots are USR property. Not me. These things are just lights and clockwork. Let me ask you something, Doc. Does thinking you're the last sane man on the face of the earth make you crazy? Because if it does, maybe I am. So iRobot is a story about duality of men. It provides a moral tale regarding humanity's ability to achieve compared to mankind's willingness to submit an action laziness and technology. Right. The film illustrates the wonders of our potential for creation, contrasted by the dangers therein. This clip shows the potential dangers of just being too reliant on technology. Mankind is okay using robots as servants because they view them as inferior this prejudice is a characteristic of dystopia sunny the runaway robot questions Dale by inquiring what am i this highlights that the robots are coming to realization of themselves and their identity 
If you look at the title of the film, iRobot, this further highlights the robots that have self-awareness. Doesn't that seem so much like a dystopian reality, though? Robots with feelings? Well, normally when a statement begins with I and is followed with the individual name, it is shown as an oath to a cause. Here, it's shown as an oath to serve this futuristic society. But it's also foreshadowing the revolt to come due to the robots being able to identify themselves and distinguish themselves as higher thinking individuals. Of course, I mean, our society would probably meet its demise if technology had such a strong presence and control over our everyday lives. Well, there are actually some cities that have already given technology a huge role in everyday life. One of them is Shenzhen, China. Let's listen to this clip from Bloomberg Quick Take about that city. There are dystopian innovations that seem to touch every facet of life here. I ran into one example of this while attempting to rehydrate. Does it work? Okay. After some investigation, I discover what's going on here, and it has to do with these things. QR codes. You know the drill. You scan the code, and something pops up on your phone, like a promotion or discount. America laughed these things off years ago, but here, they run the entire economy. Cash and credit cards are history. Instead, you scan QR codes to pay for everything. Restaurants, groceries, even buskers. On the surface, this is all good. It's the easy, convenient mobile payment system of the future. But there's also a dark side. The Chinese government can peer into the two dominant payment systems, Alipay and WeChat, as it sees fit. It's already started tracking behavior as part of a plan to rank citizens and measure how good and obedient they are. The tech revolution may have brought prosperity to Shenzhen, but it's also brought more and more insidious intrusions into people's lives. I can't imagine everything being virtual. I feel like that may start a war within itself, definitely bringing us back to the idea of a dystopia that we saw in iRobot. The man in the video couldn't even get water without technology. That's almost scary. Right, bringing us back to the idea of dystopias. Yes, dystopias. We should also discuss some of the forgotten factors of the film that contribute to its dystopian nature. I would say the first would definitely be making the poor poorer. Those who already don't have access to decent technology could easily left, be left behind by their own societies. Yeah, in the film, we see constant marketing of the robots that are deemed necessity, but what about those who can't afford it? One of the main features of dystopian societies is having a true impoverished minority. You're right, Zaria. I see it all the time in dystopian societies. There's always a group of people who are deemed the outsiders because they didn't or possibly couldn't conform to the conditions of their societies. 
Yes, the main characters are usually fighting for corrections within their system because they are either a part of the outside group or they empathize with them. So how can we fight against our society becoming a technological dystopian society? I think we really just need to take precautions against certain advancements and how we allow them to take over our lives. I agree. While also ensuring that everyone has access to the technology that they may need as the world is technologically advanced. That is such a good note to leave off on. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Have a great week and we can't wait to you tune into more of our episodes.